So today I want to get into how to set up your own program, your own running program, specifically for when you're prepping for a race. So I would say this is mostly for an intermediate runner who's been running consistently for like at least a year, preferably like two or more years. And this is mostly for a half marathon to marathon distance. I would say most anything above a 5K you could apply this this to, but um, for anything below like five miles, I, it, it gets a little bit harder to put this into play. There's a little bit different things that go into that. So basically anything like six miles and above is what this was going to be mainly geared towards. So the first thing you want to kind of do is figure out you know, like obviously pick your race. So say you're training for a marathon. I'll just use me as an example as um, I have a marathon coming up in like a, in like a month at this point. Um, and so I want to figure out what my peak week needs to be, like what weekly mileage would be good to run this race at. For a marathon, I would say, you know, I, I know I'm good if I'm getting in like 20 to 25 miles for a marathon. If I can get in higher than that, fine. But for a marathon, I personally find like 25 miles if your goal is to finish, if you're looking to really get a good time, then this is a completely different story. This is just to get yourself to a point where you can get across the finish line in like a reasonable amount of time. So I'll say if you can hit some solid 25 mile weeks, you'll probably be good to go. Um, people would be surprised at how much training they don't need to do in order to cross the finish line. With that being said, it's like your suffering is going to be split either into race day and training. You can suffer a little bit more in training, which makes you suffer less on race day, or you can suffer less in training and just suffer a lot on race day. I've done it both ways. Um, it's not enjoyable to suffer a lot in a race, but the goal is to just get you to a point where you feel like you're really ready to do that. So your peak week could be different. Maybe you feel like you need 30, 40 miles a week to run a marathon, but it's something you're going to have to kind of like figure out for yourself on like what weekly miles do I need based on my experience to get to this point. Um, you can shoot me a DM if you need a little bit of help figuring this out. It's very individual, but you want to figure out generally what your peak week needs to look like. This is going to be the highest mileage week of your training block that you want about two to three weeks out from your actual race. And so from there, you're like, I need to hit this amount of mileage and you can figure out what are your current week, uh, weekly miles. That's a really important part. I would look at like your last two months of training, figure out the average amount of miles you've been running in a week. So you look at that and then you look at your peak week and like, this is the difference between it. So like if I'm averaging 15 miles a week and I want to get to 25 miles a week, then I know, you know, I need to add 10 miles over the course of time. So we'll get into how quick you can increase and then you can figure out the time period for that. But let's get into the actual structure. So I would recommend three to four runs a week. I would really recommend four over three. If you're pressed on time, like I was for my first marathon, where it was like kind of hard to get the runs in after work and stuff like that, I went with three because it's a little bit easier. I could do two on the weekend and one during the week. Um, but I found this not to be sufficient because it ends up being that most of your weekly mileage gets stuffed into your long run and it just does not work out well long term. Your body just doesn't recover quick enough. So a general rule of thumb, um, if you have you know four runs a week or three runs a week for your long run, you want it to be less than 50% of your weekly mileage. So if you're running 20 miles a week, you want it to be your long run to be 10 at max. I would say somewhere in the vicinity of seven to eight would be better. So I would, you know, whatever percentage that works out to, you want it to be less than 50% of your weekly mileage. Um, so obviously a long run is going to be one of these four runs. You, this is going to be a slower, easier pace where you're not pushing yourself super hard. You want to be able to hold a conversation 
at the pace that you're running your long run at. But you have one long run in there. Um, I usually put it on the weekend because I have a little bit more time, but wherever you can fit it in. The other one is you want at least one shorter and faster run where you're pushing the pace and you're giving yourself a different stimulus from this slow long run. So you can do a tempo run, an interval run, or a fart lick. You, um, I personally like tempo runs with an occasional fart lick. So I'll, I'll explain these if you don't know the differences. Um, sorry, I'm going to be looking at my notes. I'm going to be looking down a little bit. So fartlek is a Swedish word, I believe, for speed play. And it's a really good name for this because it, you're just playing with speed. So you're going to pick a pace that's like a 6 out of 10, where it's not super hard. You know, you're, you're moving, but it's, it's something you can really sustain for a long time. And then you're going to add in roughly one-minute surges where you're going up to an 8 to 10 effort. So, like, for me... I would say a 6 to 10 effort would be somewhere in like the 8 minute and 40 second range. That would be roughly a 6 to 10. So I'd run it like an 840. And an 8 out of 10 would be something closer to an 8 minute mile for me. So then I would do a minute surge at like an 8 minute mile pace. And then I'd back off um, for however long I need to recover. This is where like that kind of play word comes into it. Where if you feel like you need more time to recover, then you can just run at that you know, six to 10 pace for a little bit longer. It's not quite like intervals where it's super structured, where it's like you sprint for 30 seconds and you walk for 60 seconds. You can kind of play with this for what you feel you can do. And it kind of replicates a race where maybe you're going to be pushing hard in some spots and then backing off and going longer while you're resting and stuff like that. So it really comes down to what you feel you want to do. I would prescribe a rep range though and have a general framework where you know say i want to do you know six surges uh, then i know if i'm doing you know like a 40 minute run then i'm going to have to fit in you know like about two per um 12 minutes or something like that and then i can kind of figure out a framework so two per 12 minutes that means every six minutes i'll surge Something like that. You can add a general framework, but I would figure out amount of reps, amount of reps for surges that you want to do, and then you know go into it. But you generally want this to be a little bit on the moderate to short length run. So like if I'm doing 20 miles a week, um, then maybe I would have this as like a four mile run or something like that, where it's not super long, but it's something you can push the pace a little bit with. That's for a fart lick. So a tempo run. This is related to your lactate threshold, and your lactate threshold is, if you think about it, if you really push hard on the pace and you're really going and you feel that burning in your muscles, that's your lactic acid building up because your body can't clear it out fast enough. Your lactic threshold is a pace just slow enough that you aren't getting that lactic acid buildup. So it's like it's uncomfortable, but you don't feel that like all-out sprint lactic acid buildup. You have to figure out your threshold pace for this. Generally, your threshold pace is about the top pace that you can maintain for a half hour. A good way to test this, if you don't know, is to you know start running, you, you know do a little bit of like a warm up and stuff, get yourself all loosened up, then start running at this pace that you think you can maintain for a half hour. It's just like uncomfortable a little bit, but you can keep that running for a half hour. You have a heart rate monitor, it's like a watch or a chest strap, and look at your heart rate at the 10 minute mark, and then look at your heart rate right at the end at the 30 minute mark, Add those together and then divide by two. So that will give you the average of those two readings. And that is roughly the heart rate that is your lactic uh, threshold. And that will give you a good idea for like, okay, I was running at this pace 
and my heart rate was right at that threshold pace. So th from there, you can figure out what your lactic threshold pace is. And this is what a tempo run is, is running at that pace. And, you know, if you're training for a half marathon, then you can work on slowly increasing your tempo pace. So maybe you get in like a five mile run or something like that, where you're keeping it at a tempo where you are increasing your ability to maintain this high pace. So come race day, you can maintain a really good pace, but you're not pushing yourself so far that you have this lactic acid buildup and you can't recover from it. So that's what a tempo run is. Um, an interval is basically just kind of like a traditional sprint walk where you're running pretty fast for say 30 seconds and then you are doing a super low intensity for 60 seconds like walking. So that's the difference between a fartlek and an interval. Fartlek, you're maintaining a running pace the whole time and then surging up for a short amount of time. In interval, you're pushing the pace really hard and going faster than you would in a fartlek, but then you're bringing it back down and you're walking or keeping a much slower pace than like what a fartlek would for your rest periods. So I would pick one of those, um, but I, I normally stick with tempo. It's, it's kind of what you want in terms of that. Uh, it's just a way to build the speed because if you are always running at like an easier pace or you're always doing longer runs they're just I, I don't understand the physiological reason but you just don't really get faster if you do that i've done that and i got much better results from picking you know some flat terrain that i could get some speed work in of some kind and it's really improved my running i've crushed my 5k prs um, significantly once i started incorporating more flat work that's just speed work um, so, and then your last run, um, so we filled in a long run, some type of tempo work. Um, and if you're doing four runs and you have two more, um, one run, you definitely want to be just like a shorter run where it's easy miles, it's chill, it's easy, nothing taxing. You're just getting some time on feet, getting a little mileage in, you should be able to recover from this easily. Um, that's another run. And you can fill in that fourth one with more easy miles. This is where I would go based off feel. So if you feel like, you know, you're totally fine to maybe push a little more, you could maybe add in a little bit of like a fart lick or something like that. Or if you're feeling a little beat up, do easy miles. Or again, if you're feeling good, you can add in a little bit of hill work where you pick a route that's a little bit hilly or has some rolling hills, or you just do some um, hill repeats where you're just, you just run up the hill, jog down, run up, jog down, and then maybe do some flat work. The, the fourth one is just kind of what you feel like you can do, and you don't want to overextend yourself on this, but it's a good thing to kind of feel out and take a rest if you need to or get in some speed work, some hill work. So these are the basic foundations of training. As far as increasing per week, so you have your weekly mileage. I personally think that increasing by about 5% seems to be a safe bet. A lot of the stuff you'll read online is like, you, you know, shouldn't increase more than 10%. A lot of places say you should just increase 10%. I don't agree with this. I think it's kind of a faulty line of thought. And 10% will work for a while, but like realistically, how long are you able to increase 10%? You know, if you start at 10 miles, you increase by a mile and then eventually get up to two miles, like you're building up to really high mileage very quickly if you're using 10%. I think 5% is a much safer bet. And again, so much of weekly mileage increase should not be a hard number and more like 5% is a recommendation, but you need to feel it out. This is why I think this is better for an intermediate and not a beginner, because a beginner won't have a good handle on like what their body feels like if they're feeling extra beat up, and they'll just keep increasing miles and eventually end up injured. 
So this is why I think for an intermediate person, you kind of know your body a little bit more. You know how things should feel. So you can increase based on how you feel. So I would say 5%. Um, if you feel really beat up, just worn out, then don't increase. Just repeat the same week. Keep rolling with it until you feel good. And sometimes you can increase 10%. Again, this is like... I. I wish I could give you a very hard number on like how much to increase per week, but it's just not the reality of our lives. We have so many things going on and different stressors that play such a huge role into this. You're going to have to learn to pay attention to your body and feel this out. So it comes down to consistently increasing when you feel like you can. Don't be afraid to push yourself, but also know when to back off. And you keep doing this for three to four weeks and then take one back off week. So if you're increasing by 5% for a month, take a week then to just cut that mileage by 50%. Now I've been doing every three weeks. So like I'll do three weeks where I build fourth week. I take a back off week. I cut my mileage by at least 50%, give my body a chance to recover. And, you know, again, this is something to go off of feel. In, in the past, uh, I never took back-off weeks. The generic marathon training program I picked did not have any back-off weeks really scheduled into it. It had, like, very tiny back-off weeks, and it did not work out. I, I got injured. <laughs> so I would say, again, listen to your body. And generally, though, I would not do more than four weeks of building with a back-off week. If you start getting into, like, the six weeks, then it can start getting a little bit sketchy, especially since you're an intermediate. So you know, take back off weeks. It's a very important thing. And, you know, once you get to your peak week, which should be roughly two to three weeks out from your race, then once you hit that peak week, you can start tapering. Now, this depends on the distance. I think for anything below a half marathon, maybe taper for one week. But even though your body is not you know, it's still adapting to running. There's just a certain level of volume that you haven't gotten to yet. So you don't quite need as much recovery from all the running you've been doing. So I would say, you know, maybe around a week for a half marathon. When you get into a marathon, I think, you know, you can do two weeks. I've always done one week. So a taper week is really similar to a back off week. Um, if you're doing two weeks of tapering, then I would say maybe cut your mileage by 50% the first week. And then cut that by 50% again. So if you're doing, you know, 30 miles at your peak week, your first week of tapering, you'd hit around 15 miles. And then your second week of tapering, you're doing like seven miles. Um, that week before the race, your taper should generally just be easy runs where all you're doing is just keeping things loose, keeping your muscles a little bit warm, ready to go. Uh, you don't need to be pushing the pace on any of these runs. Um, you'll have plenty of time to push the pace on your race day. But don't be afraid to just take it easy, just do a little shakeout, get a few miles in, keep everything loose. But be ready come race day, you should be doing a lot of mobility work. Um, I would also, if you're doing strength training, I would, you know, you can do strength training, but don't go hard in the paint. You know, don't be doing a bunch of squats and deadlifts like four days out from your race. Probably isn't advisable unless you're David Goggins, which I am not, and I don't think most people are. So, um, yeah, so that's the general framework and I'll just do a quick once over and summarize it. So I would say four runs per week. You want to have a long run. You want to have some type of speed work. That's a little bit shorter on distance, you know, tempo interval fartlek. You want to have a run that's, you know, moderate length, easy miles, 
And then the fourth runs kind of fill in whatever you feel like you want to do. Maybe you want to get in an extra tempo run. Maybe you're feeling beat up, take an easy one. Um, and then peak week, roughly two weeks out from the race, something like that. And then taper for one to two weeks, depending on your race distance and how you feel again. And this is why, like if you go onto a website where it gives you these really hard recommendations of like, this is what you should do. It's not tailored to you. And it, there's a very good chance it will not work for you. If there's, if you're getting like super specific recommendations from an article that I don't think the article is very well written because it's not taking the nuance into an individual. So making hard recommendations to a broad amount of people is just not going to be a good fit. So a lot of this is nuance that you're gonna have to figure out and feel out for yourself. Again, if you have any questions on it, feel free to DM me. I can help you, you know, with whatever you need, help you set up some stuff. But that's the general framework for how you want to approach structuring your training program that you can actually tailor to yourself instead of going off some generic program. Uh, but yeah, that is it and happy racing.